Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. Acts chapter 9, if you found your place, let's stand together and on reverence to reading the Word of God. And we'll begin our reading tonight, sake of time, in verse number 23. You know this text very well, but we'll begin our reading tonight in verse number 23. And the Bible says, And after that many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. But their laying awake was known of Saul. And they watched the gates day and night to kill him. And then the disciples took him by night and led him down by the wall in a basket. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he saved uh, to join himself to the disciples. Uh, uh, but they were all afraid of him and believed not that he uh, was a disciple. Heavenly Father, uh, we bow in your presence this evening. Uh, God, thank you for this opportunity. God, I thank you, uh, Lord, for the good preaching we've already heard. At the good singing, God, oh, has blessed my heart. I feel the Holy Ghost of God on people, Lord, are just are not ashamed to lift their voice and give it all they got and just bless your name, Father. And I ask you to help us tonight. Oh, God, that you'd anoint us from on high. And God, give us that we need, Lord, that we preach tonight. Be a help to you people, God. If there's one here that's lost and undone without you tonight, God, I pray, God, that, Lord, you'd show they're lost in their condition, God. And Lord, that they'd repent of their sin and trust you by faith and be saved tonight. God, help us. Lord, we just have those revival fires. Lord, late in their heart. Lord, we just serve you, Father, faithfully in these days. Lord, we love you. God, we're going to go ahead and thank you for that you do tonight. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can be seated. And I will preach just to the few minutes here on the uh, simple thought tonight. Amen. And boy, I sure have enjoyed this week. It's been good. And Lord's really just blessed my heart and I thank you for being so accommodating to me and my family. But I want you to see just a few things here out of the text this evening and I'll get out the way. But the Bible here, we come to this passage of Scripture here and we know the Apostle Paul saw as we see here mentioned in the text tonight we know that he's been saved. Amen. He was on his way to Damascus to kill Christians and on his way there he had a head on collision with the Lord of glory. Somebody say amen. I remember the day that I had that head on collision with the Savior. Amen. And my friends, he got born again. Amen. When we see that those that was with him, I led them by commandment of the Lord under this disciple's house by the name of Ananias. And Ananias was afraid of him. He had heard all about him. Amen. Oh, I like it when people get saved. They come into the church and everybody around's afraid of them because they remember who they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> you say, preacher, you're crazy. And all them's the kind that make the best deacons. Amen. Yeah, hallelujah. Hey, but listen to me now, friends. He's afraid of him. And we see that the Lord comforted Ananias. And we see that Paul was baptized there. And we see that he went and got him some training. You don't see that here in this text, but over in Galatians at chapter 1 and verse number 7. Hey, listen, he went and spent some time studying uh, and getting his heart and his mind right. Uh, and we see he returns back to Damascus uh, uh, to preach the word. And my, how he preached the word. 
Hey, man, a preacher like that today gets a bad name. Hey, man, when you go in there and tell them they're all sinners and they're going to hell. Hey, man, it's just truth. Well, there's a, there's a lighter approach to that. No, it's just truth. Amen. Hey, listen, we've watered it down long enough. Amen. Hey, this crowd, amen. Hey, listen, it's uh, my friends that's serving themselves. Uh, and listen, it's, uh, it's the God of their belly. They come to church to feel uh, and they want to hear the right kind this uh, and the right kind that. Uh, but my friends, oh, when that level of preacher gets up, uh, starts preaching about Calvary, starts preaching about the blood, my friends, they'll get upset about it. You will mark my words every time. And we see this crowd did do, and that's going to kill Paul. Well, aren't you glad we don't live in that day, amen? I've probably had some death threats, don't know about, amen? But praise God, I'm glad I don't know about them, hallelujah. Amen, don't you know some things here in this text, and we see here, we Paul, he entered Damascus blind, but in verse 25, we see that uh, we see him leaving Damascus in a basket. And that's what we'll preach on tonight. The help of the Lord and His guidance is the ministry of the basket. The ministry of the basket. And I was studying this uh, uh, early this morning. Woke me up. Lord woke me up early this morning. I was studying on this. And, you know, I, I never really uh, thought much about the, the, the baskets in the Bible, uh, so to speak. And, and I got to reading here about this basket that, uh, that, that, that Paul was let down on that, that, uh, that wall there at Damascus down uh, to get him out safely so he could preach the gospel. And boy, I got to thinking about that and got to pray and meditating upon that. Boy, I just had me some church in my little study this morning about 5.30 and bless God, amen. If it don't happen here tonight, I know it was real there, amen. Hey, listen to me tonight, church. Amen. The big basket. Hey, the, I, listen, this is where uh, my friends, I, I got one of them chairs in my office uh, that spins around uh, and this morning, you know what I did? I just kicked me a lap in my office, amen. I just took my foot and just went around and said, well, glory, amen. Hey, listen, when you think about the basket, if you've ever seen that, uh, 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 that depiction of the ark up in Kentucky, it looks nothing like a boat, does it? But the more I think about it, it looks like a basket, doesn't it? Yeah, hey man, hey listen, there was the bread baskets, uh, there was the baby basket, there was the bloody basket, and oh bless the Lord, that big basket, listen, it represented uh, uh, my friends, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, uh, when he raised that family up uh, over the judgment uh, uh, that God brought into the world, friends, and we come to our text tonight here in this basket that Moses was let down in. Uh, friends, here, I listen to escape. Uh, I listen to the uh, uh, persecution, my friends, of preaching uh, the gospel. And I just want to show you a few things, and I'll get out of the way here tonight. Don't you see the ministry of the basket? I thought about this when I was studying that basket. I thought about it being available. basket was available. Hey man, just think about it. It's, listen, I, I just like to put myself there. Hey man, I, I'm pretty silly and pretty uh, dumb. Hey man, and I, yeah, I've got to preach on a basket. Hey man, but listen to me now. I just like to put myself there. I like to put myself in that place where the disciples, listen, saw what was coming against, listen, this, this man of God that they had no doubt that he was a man of God because they wanted to get him out and keep him from harm's way. I saw them begin to look for something to help him. 
I saw them begin to search at the area around for something to help them. Amen. Because listen, the wall was high and he couldn't get out of the gates because there was a watchman at the gates during the night and they hid him by day. But they found this old basket laying right there. And I'll just say this. It wasn't by itself. In this day and time you study this culture, man, they used a basket for everything. Man, they, uh, baskets were everywhere. And it's just like cars are today. Uh, you pull in, uh, listen, into somebody's driveway and they got two, three, four cars. Amen. Hey, listen, that's the way the baskets were. Kind of like people, they're everywhere, aren't they? And don't believe me, go to Lowe's Hardware and just see. But this basket was available. Number one, this basket was empty. This basket was empty. When the disciples began to search for a basket to use, they were, again, probably a lot of baskets around. They were everywhere. But I began to think about this thought right here. When I thought about the empty basket, when the Lord put that on my heart, I began to think about Luke chapter number 10. Amen. Mary and Martha there. You remember at the feet of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And Martha, she's doing all that she can, listen, to prepare a meal for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says she was cumbered about much, much serving. The Bible says. And then Mary, bless Mary's little heart, she wasn't doing nothing. Amen. Just sitting at his feet. I like this part, just hearing His Word. Amen. Just sitting at His feet and hearing His Word. Oh, bless the Lord. It help us tonight, friends. Mary, the Bible says, Jesus said, when Martha began to condemn Mary before her, He said, Martha, Martha. Oh, Martha, listen, my friends, you and I are the Marthas of this world. We're the Marthas so many times in the ministry trying to do everything and we're missing out on what Jesus said is the good part. Mary was empty. She was empty every time. Brother Stan, she wasn't looking at her clock. Amen. Well, I got to be here at this time. Anybody else got schedules like that? Well, you know what? If, if this pandemic ain't done nothing else, Brother Jeff, it sure helped this old boy. Man, the only place I've got to be now is church about 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. <laughs> Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Amen. Boy, I like it. I don't know about you. Amen. Listen, my schedule was getting way too out of hand. And, uh, and uh, listen, friends, we find ourselves that way. And you know what? We just become servants. That's all we are. Oh, listen, and my friends, there's nothing in us. We're just doing this and doing that. And just like Martha, you know what we're doing? And we're looking around at everybody else. Why ain't they helping? Why ain't they helping us do this and going here? Why didn't they come to the jail ministry? Because they got enough sense to take some time off. Amen. She was empty every time. She's empty of herself. Amen. She's empty of herself. Her agenda was the Lord Jesus Christ, period. Her agenda, friends, for that day and for that time. Uh, listen, when, uh, uh, listen, when she was there at his feet uh, and just listening to his word. Uh, friends, I see people's faces in church. I know their agenda. Amen. Come about 11.50. If you ain't on the third point yet, uh, they ain't happy. 
Amen. Hey, listen, I ain't got no clock, but since I've got this iPad, thank you, Preacher Barker. Amen. I've got a little clock right there in the corner of it. Amen. I ain't figured out how to hide it yet either. Amen. But come about 1150, you can see them start twisting around, looking around. Amen. Amen. Hey, just don't get upset. Cracker barrels closed. Bless God. Amen. Listen to me. She was empty of herself. She was empty of her agenda. It was Jesus. It was Jesus. She was empty of the cost. She was empty of the cost. Bible says she poured out that alabaster box worth almost a year's wage. A year's wage. You ever thought about that? A year's wage. She just dumped it on him all right there. She was empty. She was empty of the cost. She didn't say, Oh, Lord, how am I going to afford this? Oh, no, listen, she was thinking like this. How can I afford not to do this? How can I afford not to give it all to it? How can I afford to keep anything back from myself? That reminds me over there in the early church when Ananias' fire came. You remember it very well. There when they came in, they sold that parcel of land and they kept part of the money back for themselves. Amen. Amen. And this was... Here's the beauty of this. I'm trying to get where I'm going. Y'all bear with me. Here's the beauty of this. The church was so empowered by the Holy Ghost of God. Listen, that they fell dead from the convicting power of the Holy Ghost of God. That's Bible. How could you afford not to give it to them? And today, uh, listen, uh, uh, we squeezed 10%. And listen, that's just the minimal. Oh, yes, that's, that's just the minimal. Hey, listen, you can't outgive God. Hey, my friends, I've I, I, I got to tell a story. Can I tell a story? Amen. Amen. <laughs> I, I, I like bulldozers. Some of you know that, and it's all right if you don't. Amen. But I, I began studying about this company a couple years ago. I've... Uh, it's an old company. Of, uh, L, it's L.E. Laterno is the name of the company. Some of you may know what I'm talking about. Very old, old equipment. It's, there's some of it still around. But this guy started this business in, uh, before World War II. It was in that era there, and it was a, it was a hard time. Hey man, my, my grandpa, I mean my grandpa tell me about these times, how hard a time it was. But, but he came out and he started this business and, and uh, he started uh, uh, making equipment and things of that nature. And uh, had this guy backing him and, and got it going. It was a bad time. Nothing was selling. And he says, I think we just need to keep going on. He said, man, we're so in debt, we'll never get out. He said, I think we just need to keep going on. And uh, uh, this old guy, he was, a, he was a, a solid Christian man, but he knew the Lord had a vision for him uh, in his work. And friends, uh, he just kept going on and he just kept going on and in debt more and in debt more and in debt more. And finally, uh, listen, he, he, he said, uh, he, he began to talk to his uh, 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 financial advisor there and he said, uh, uh, maybe we need to start tithing on this business. Maybe, he said, man, we can't afford to pay the head. operation. Friends, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I, I don't listen. Amen. I, I, I ain't a judge. Amen. But listen, if your Christianity, listen, if your walking with God revolves around the high times, uh, uh, friends, uh, oh, you've got some emotionalism uh, and you've never met the Jesus of Calvary. You've never
ever been washed in the blood when Paul says I counted a joy to suffer for him uh, through trials uh, and tribulations uh, through persecutions uh, and sore my friend amen church we listen Mm, it's endless in its operation 1 Corinthians 15 and 58 therefore my beloved brethren be you steadfast I like it unmovable Oh, hallelujah. That basket was going to keep carrying and doing what it was doing until its days was over, friend. And bless God, that's what you and I need to do as God's children. Amen. Steadfast, unmovable, I like this. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your uh, labor, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You know what that is, that verse is. That verse is the stewardship of the rapture. When he told us in, in 50 and 51, the Bible says, Behold, we shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Amen. That's not a sign you put on the nursery. Amen. That's according to the rapture of the church. Amen. Amen. Y'all wake up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to me, friends. That's the rapture. And he talks about that. Amen. This mortal shall put on immortality, friends. This corruptible shall put on incorruption. And my friends will be changed. And friends, the stewardship of knowing that we're going home is that we be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. Endless in its operation. But I'm about done. I want you to notice this thought. It was enabled by its owner. It was enabled by its owner. You think about that, that basket had an owner. Amen? That basket belonged to somebody, didn't it? I've been around stuff. Anybody, y'all got lawnmowers, amen? You know you got to put oil in them, don't you? Amen. You got to work on them once in a while. Bless God. Amen. You got a car. Most of you rode in here on a car. Amen. You got to work on it once in a while, don't you? This basket was enabled by its owner. Through everyday use, it's going, my friends, listen, gets wear and tear. You know what you do too? In every, your everyday going, listen, you get wear and tear. You remember when Jesus came, listen, there to the disciples there, and they were sitting there in John 13. And they got up from supper there and Jesus uh, girded himself with a towel. Boy, that's a good... Ooh, uh, hallelujah, I need to go on. But Jesus took his robe off. Uh, amen. And he girded himself with a towel and he began to wash his disciples' feet. Amen. And old Peter, amen, uh, uh, he told him, listen, Peter said, uh, uh, Lord, I don't need you to wash me. Amen. Uh, because Peter, uh, listen, he felt like he needed to be washing Jesus' feet. And Jesus said, Peter, if I don't wash you, you have no part with me friends and Peter said hey just do it all then amen and Jesus said he that is washed needeth not wash it save his feet my friends because what that says is you and me get dirty on the journey friends Hey, listen, you don't need to get born again again. Amen. Hey, you get saved one time. Bless God. Hallelujah. You're saved. You're sealed until the day of redemption. My friends, but you need to be washed and cleaned up pretty regularly. This old basket was enabled by its owner. I could just see the owner taking this basket through days of service and taking it out of service every once in a while. Bringing it into his shop. Amen. Maybe a 
little weaves are coming out of it, amen. And he weaves a new piece through it. Amen. I see him polishing up on it a little bit. It's getting uh, nasty, amen, through the journey. He, he, he'll polish on a little bit, and there'll be another broke piece, and he'll fix that, amen. Isn't that just like our God? Oh, my friends, that's just like what God does for you and me. Uh, friends, uh, listen, we'll get into uh, service. It could be what he's doing uh, in these very days, friends. Uh, I don't know, friends, uh, but it's some time of reflection, uh, a time to slow down. Uh, and friends, just listen to him and sit at his feet and hear his word. Amen. It was enabled by its owner. And uh, <laughs> its owner kept it able. That's what I'm saying. His owner kept it able. My 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 daddy and my grandpa's old primitive Baptist preachers, and, and uh, Brother Bark, you probably heard this term before. They talk about their preachers. They'll preach five. Amen. They come into a meeting. There'll be four or five. However many comes, bless God, they'll sit right there, and you'll be there till three o'clock. Amen. And uh, but here's here's what they do. One man will get up. He'll read his text. Amen. And, and he'll try to preach. Amen. If he ain't getting no work, kind of like I have been, amen, he'll sit down. <laughs> amen. Next man will get up and he'll try to preach. Amen. If he don't get no work, amen, about 10, 15 minutes, he'll sit down. Oh, but one of them gets up and gets a hold of the Lord, you're just going to sit there a while. Amen. And here's what they'll say. He was able. Old timers will say he was able. Amen. That don't belong just in the primitive Baptist church. That, that, that belongs to God's people. Amen. Church, God keeps us able, friends. It ain't by chance that we come in here. I, 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 sometimes I get done preaching, and I, thought, I think preaching sometimes is like playing baseball. Sometimes you get up and you knock it out the park, Brother Jeff. Sometimes you get up and you swing three times and you throw something out of socket. Hey man, you go limping back to house. Somebody know what I'm talking about? Preacher, am I all right tonight? Hey man, listen, I know how that feels. Hey man, and you go back, you get in the car. Hey man, bless God, you feel like you've made a mess. Ain't nobody ever gonna come back to church and listen to you preach. Hey man, but God just speak to me. I was reading on through this, and God just spoke to my heart, and He said, "Listen, it ain't by chance that you're able." It's not by chance that you're able. He said, call unto me, and I'll answer thee, didn't he? Amen. And show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. And how many of you knows that makes the best preaching? Amen. It ain't a five-point alliterated outline. Oh, but it's when God the Holy Ghost gets in it and shows you great and mighty things, which you knew not. Amen. Makes you able. And he's enabled by his, his owner. Amen. Preacher, if it's all right, somebody come to the piano. Um, he's uh, he's available, he's accessible, and he's able. And you know, I was a studying in this this afternoon to come home from work. I was a studying in this, and I got to thinking over in Exodus about Moses. When Moses was trying to do everything himself. Don't know what I'm talking about there in Exodus chapter number 18. Moses trying to do everything himself. I'm guilty. I've tried to do it all myself. But the word of the Lord spoke through Jethro, his father in law. And he said, 
He told Moses there, and you can go read it for yourself. I don't know what verse it is, Exodus 18. But he told Moses, he said, Moses, go find you some able men that'll help you. Amen. Men of truth, he said. Men that fear the Lord. Go find you some able men to help bear the load. I think about that and and immediately I got to think about Paul as he was giving a word to young Timothy there in his final letter, amen, just before he was to depart out of here. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 2, Paul tells young Timothy, I'll just paraphrase it for you tonight. He said, here it is, church. He says, teach them, Timothy. Teach them so they'll be able. That's what it says. He said, teach them so they'll be able. It ain't by chance tonight, church, that we come in here and have church. You know, so many times that's what we think. Well, we'll have revival if God shows up. We'll have church if God shows up. If not, we'll, we'll sing a little bit, preach a little bit, and we'll go to the house. That's a wrong mindset. That's a wrong mindset. He said, teach them so they'll be able. Teach them. So they'll be able, friends. And my friends, we can all listen. Be able, listen. My friends, to be used of the Master. You know, I found in preaching and pastoring and teaching Sunday school and even jail ministry. Bless God, I just got me a good taste of that here in the last couple of months. Boy, I love it. Amen. But you got to have somebody that flows through it. Don't you, Brother Jeff? You gotta have somebody that it flows through. And it never fails that God puts somebody right where you're at. I've been in jail. Hey man, and felt first time I went in there, I'll be honest, you've done it for years. And I know this ain't nothing new to you, and y'all have done it all your life, but it was new to me there about six, eight months ago. I went in there and I was scared out of my mind. I was gonna preach on hell. I was going to tell them they're all going to hell, bless God. But I got in there and the Lord changed my tune. I preached on grace. And there's an old boy sitting in there, I don't know, I can't remember his name to this day. But it wouldn't have been no different if Jeff Castle was a sitting there, Jonathan Barker, Alan Barker was a sitting there, boy, we had church. And I went home rejoicing that night, amen, because God made me able. God helped me, amen, because somebody else let it flow through them. We'll have church. We'll have revival. Oh, bless God, souls will get saved. He'll make it able, friends. It ain't by chance that that just happened. It's the church being made able, friends. I saw this as I was walking out the door to come to church tonight. I'm going to be done. But you see, this basket was made available. It was accessible. It was able. But Lord, give me this. I promise you, Lord, give me this as I was walking out the door of the house tonight to come to church. You read in 2 Corinthians, mark it down, 2 Corinthians chapter 
11, verses 30 and 33, Paul is talking about all the infirmities, everything that he went through. And I, I just want to turn, I, I want to give it to you real quickly. I just want to tell you, I'll, I'll show you something right here in the text about this old basket. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, beginning in verse number 30. Listen to what your Bible says. Paul says, If I must needs glory, I will glory of the things which concern mine infirmities. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. Now listen to what he's talking about, the glory right here. Listen to it. He said, In Damascus, the governor under Aretas, the king kept the city of the Damascenes with a garrison desirous to apprehend me. That means they're going to kill him. Now notice verse 33. And through a window in a basket was a let down by the wall and escaped his hands. That basket was available. That basket was accessible. That basket was able hear me now that basket was afforded a place in Paul's testimony that basket has a place one of the greatest Christians that's ever lived and walked this earth in my opinion say the Lord Jesus Christ the Apostle Paul he's got a place in that testimony and friends you know what I, I'm not looking for any glory down here Amen. But if I can help somebody to glorify in my Lord. Amen. If I can, if I can lead somebody, listen, through, listen, just being available. Listen, just through being accessible and being able. If I can help them, friends, to glory in the Lord Jesus Christ. They ain't nothing else better in this world than that. Nothing. I don't care. You can have a million dollars. You can have ever uh, a beach house there is uh, on the East Coast, West Coast, Hawaii, whatever. Ain't nothing compares to having that stamp approval on your life of the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Saying, He's mine. Amen. And I'm using Him because He's available. And I can get a hold of Him, friends. Oh, and He's willing to be able. Amen. 